This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What was the moment you realized, oh, that's why were they why they were single when I met them? 1-800-947-3979. You ever have that situation where you meet someone and you go, oh, they're pretty great. And then there's that moment where you go, whoa. Oh, you took your mask off. Huh? <laughs> yeah, something's going on. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. We talked in the last segment about sex education and uh, the awkwardness that goes along with it. This is great. Uh, this text, um, it says, uh, this was in college in a health class. They saved the sex ed part for last. We go into the class one day in the lab. And they're going to teach us in college how to properly put on a condom. The teaching assistant was from Denmark and smoking hot. They made the point to never use lotion with latex. And we were all thinking, really? Then she pulled out a dildo that looked very authentic out of a box, put a condom on it, went into her purse, got some lotion, and then went to town showing how lotion would destroy it. She went at it like she was mad at it. Truly one of the highlights of my college education. So sad that it had to be a sophomore in college to get the better health side of sex. Oh, my God. Yeah, our teachers would have never done that. No. Ever. Even in college, my teachers wouldn't have done that. <laughs> that's that's one of those 11 erections a day that you can't account for. Yeah, that's when not When all fair. of a sudden the hot Danish teaching assistant is really going after the fake one. Huh. That's rough. All right, so what was the moment that you realized, oh, that's why they're single? And, and obviously it's probably happened to people that have dated us at some point where they go, oh, I'm not going to settle for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, mine would have been uh, there was a – woman that asked me out my sophomore year of college, freshman year of college. And it was great because I was going to ask her out. And so uh, we had talked a lot in class, you know, really cute. And we went out and on the way while we were driving to dinner, I think it was, um, I mentioned one of my friends from high school just by name in a story or whatever. And she went, oh, God, I hate that name. Don't ever say that name again. That was my ex. Like, wow, that was a really strong reaction. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, we go to a movie after that. And I just kind of chalked that first part up of, well, you know, everybody's got stuff that, you know, maybe maybe he was a real dick. I don't know. Sure. Um, so then we uh, get to the movie and uh, a couple rows in front of us before the movie started. A couple was there, obviously, on a date. And she leaned over and put her head on the guy's shoulder. And without any warning, my date said, Oh my God, does she not have bones in her neck? Support your own head. Don't be so dependent. And it was just another outburst. It just seemed very bitter. It did seem very bitter, like something had happened. So that was uh, the sign where I'm like, okay, this is not the person I talked to in class. This is a a different person. She's super nice and everything else beyond that. But Mm -hmm. that was kind of a, a very small red flag. Yeah, for sure. I dated this guy for a little while in Atlanta. We used to call him Hot Shane. Uh, and he was super nice, retired from the Navy, had a couple of kids. And I remember thinking, like, his ex-wife was beautiful. And I kept thinking, like, what'd you do? Like, how'd you mess that up? 
And he had stuff in his house, too, that she had made, like these incredible photo albums. You know, this all before social media that they had been married and she made photo album of of their whole lives together. Mm -hmm. And not the kind you order and they make it yourself, like Mm -hmm. legit did all the crafts. And I'm like, he did something. And then we hung out for a couple months and my friends were like, there's something, he's great, but there's something off about him. Like you just, you're going to find out. Okay. And so, uh, by the way, just a side note, you said we all called him hot Shane. Mm-hmm. Like all your friends, like you all the knew him? The radio show I was on. Got it. All okay. called him hot Shane. Okay. Gotcha. And, um, I was out with him one night and he got a little too drunk and decided that that was his time that he was going to tell me his biggest secret, which was that he had a third child that he didn't tell anybody about. And his third child was just as old as his first child and uh, not the same baby mama. So now not only did I know why he was divorced, I also realized, oh, this is why you're single. Right. You hide your other kid, dude. Yeah. Why? Which means you're also hiding your other baby mama. Like, bro, we've been hanging out for like two months and you're just now mentioning this. That's really weird. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Like if I could see maybe you fell into hiding it at first. Yeah. But well, now, you had to hide it at first. You were cheating on your wife. Now you got a clean slate, man. Yeah. Right. You're with someone new. You could just say, yeah, I got three kids. Yeah. I've made some mistakes. I'm better now. Well, yeah. And then I was like, okay, no more of this. And he said, see, that's why I don't tell people. And I'm like, nope, you've got this backwards, friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We're uh, a broken bunch of humans. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, this text, uh, he had two kids. And after a couple of dates, I hung out with him and his kids, which I thought was a little quick. Which I would say, yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh-huh. He asked me to change one of the kids' diapers and said, I can't. I'm bad at it. And then he added, you know, you're a nanny and a woman, so you must like it on some level. I ended up doing 90% of the child care that night and knew I would never see him again and why he wasn't with the mother of the children. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine having kids and then going on a date with someone, first of all, to introduce them that quickly to your kids. But then second of all, to go, could you change this diaper? I'm not good at it. Just pride alone, even if I was the worst at it, like change the diaper and there ends up being like number two on the chest and the diaper on the ears. I'm still going to do it. I'm not going to let you know. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. If I was that person that was being asked to change the diaper on our like second date, I, to me, that's a red flag because if I do this and I do it well, mm-hmm. now you're always going to ask me to do it. Right. That's, that alone uh, is What annoying. do they call that? Armed. Um, competence. Armed incompetence mm-hmm. or weaponized, well, weaponized incompetence. Yeah. 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 Uh, this one from St. Cloud. My ex told me he divorced his wife after he confessed to an affair with the babysitter. And then he blamed her. Quote, not my fault. She hired a hot one. <gasps> oh, uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, that's very strange. Mm. 1-800-947-3979. Um, we dated for two months. Uh, He was 38 years old and living with his parents. He pretended to be a hobbit in his spare time. We dated for two months, and being a hobbit took priority for him. It just wasn't my cup of tea. So, like, pretending he's a hobbit, like, full-on, like, LARPing in life, it sounds like. Sorry, babe. Can't hang out. Yeah, you're hobbiting. You have to take those pointy ears off for me to take you seriously, sir. <laughs> Two months is yeah. way longer than I think I would have. The the hobbiting is worse than living with parents at 38, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it's hard to separate the two, though. Uh, right? Living with parents now, I don't. 
Not the same as it used to be. I don't think it's that big of a deal. One, because it is so expensive to mm-hmm. live on your own. It is so expensive. That's why like, when people hate on people who have roommates, that, that's a red flag to some people. Like, oh, yeah, they were single for forever. And then, you know, they're 35 and still have roommates. I would still have had a roommate up until I bought my house and I am currently Airbnb it so yeah. I can afford it. Right. Like that's that's the way it is. So I don't think living with parents would be a a deal breaker. But yeah, the, unless you're really into Lord of the Rings as well, that whole Hobbit thing would be yeah. a, a deal breaker. You got to find someone sure. who shares your Hobbit yeah. interest. Well, I also think too, the Hobbit thing, probably also part of the reason you still live with your parents. Especially like if it's the top priority yeah mm-hmm. there's still that mom's basement stigma for some people yeah like on the like people on the internet you're like all right how's your mountain dew and your taquitos in mom's basement mm-hmm. there's um i went out on a date with a girl and this is typical in like lesbian um just culture i guess you would say they move really fast like women move really really fast and I went out on one date with a girl, one, and I swear to God, she was like ready to move in. And I thought to myself, oh man, we can't be that stereotype. Like you're really cute. Right. You're totally my type. But like, if I go on another date with you, we're practically engaged. Right. That'd be scary. <laughs> and you could just tell that's what they were looking for. And that's why that they had been single. Cause they hadn't met that other person, that mm-hmm. other woman in their life that would, that would move that fast. That is a total lesbian thing though. And I hate to feed right into that stereotype, but oh my God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no wonder you're single. You just, you're that type that lays it all out there. And you're then, on a race. And then boom, you move in a week later. We're getting a lot of that where people, men and women, um, where they went on a date and the third or fourth date, they hadn't even seen each other's apartment yet. And somebody's talking about when we're living together, we'll do this, where it's yeah. not even talked oh. about. It's just assumed. This one. Okay. This is a huge. This isn't even an early red flag where you go, but this is for this person. From West Michigan, the moment they realized, oh, this is why you were single when I met you. We were planning our wedding guest list. So pretty late. Things are pretty serious. Got into a huge fight because she wanted to take my grandparents off the guest list. Why? Because she wanted to invite her college crush and his family. And my grandparents were how she thought we'd get under the attendance cap. That's so rude. Like... Even just the idea of, I really want to invite my college crush is unless they're in your life and they're like a really good friend and boy, even that's a little slippery. Putting it that way too. Like you could have just said your college friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. You said crush and you diva like took grandma <laughs> off the list. That's not cool. This one from Bismarck on my first date with my ex-boyfriend, we went to Home Depot. We were together the entire day. He needed something for his hobby, which was welding. I wasn't into it, but I thought we'd spend time together. He took a phone call while we were shopping, proceeded to talk very loudly the entire time we were in the store, never once telling the other person that he was in a store or on a date or couldn't talk long. Mm. Rude. That's pretty bad. Very dismissive. Don't like that. I told you all about the guy I went on a couple dates with the first time he showed up. He had a graphic t-shirt on. Like the who's got two thumbs and needs a beer, this guy or whatever. Oh no! Um, and and I was like, okay, that's stupid. But he was really, really smart, um, super successful, so that's attractive. And I was like, I'm gonna give him another chance. Went on our second date. It was a great date. Wore another graphic T-shirt. And then I think it was like third or fourth date. He wore a political graphic T-shirt, and I was like, we're done. That's um. Weird. It's a bold move to put that out there and say, yeah, this is me. I'm not even gonna wear it. Yeah. I'm not even gonna put on a polo for one date. Yeah. 
And I was like, all right. This um, conversation reminds me a lot of just like what gave you the ick about yeah. somebody. Just, kind of the same idea. Yeah, yeah. Just something that you saw that you just were like, ooh, can't get over that one. Do you okay. think you always feel that ick before you know? Oh, like your gut intuition is there? Yeah. As, oh, for sure. Like something's off ahead. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think anyone has an ick about you from the past? Like somebody else could be on the radio telling this story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kelly, you seem to very sure of it. So icky. What would it be? Uh, that I was promiscuous. People oh, probably didn't like yeah. that. Um, that I was inconsiderate for sure when I was dating people. How were you inconsiderate? That with my time, uh, or oh. as far as like I was selfish. I shouldn't say inconsiderate. I was really selfish with my time. So I wasn't gonna clear my schedule to go and hang out with you because you finally called me back. And I was straight up with oh. people like, bro, you didn't call me for like three weeks. Why would I make time for you? So I think that gave people the ick that I would be that upfront that it would be rude. That's funny because I was going to say, I don't know why people would think you would be rude about it because I know you well enough to know that you told mm-hmm. them, no, this is what I want to do. Yeah. But yeah, some people don't want that. Well, even recently, this guy, it was an ick thing too. After I'd met Ross, I, I was obviously no longer dating. But one of the, my hookup buddies had reached out and said, hey, I was thinking about you and how cool you used to be and how chill it was to hang out, a.k.a. he was about to move and he just wanted a piece of ass. Mm-hmm. And I was like, honestly, dude, congratulations on getting your job and your big move. It sounds like you want some, but I just found you to be really inconsiderate and you lied about silly things. Is that so, the dude that like, stood you up like twice and yeah, stuff like that? Yeah, and then would lie about why he stood me up. Like, just be for real. If you're dating, like, just be honest. And um, right. he couldn't be. And me saying that, he he didn't like it. He was like, Oh, I mean, I appreciate you texting me back, but you didn't have to be such a bitch about it. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, well, you also a, didn't have to text me, period. <laughs> right. So, yeah, man, somebody's sensitive. Yeah. So that's oh, another kind of put right yourself there. out there and open it up.